Welcome to the AMM Dividend Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Glenn Bush. I'm also the lead portfolio manager for the AMM Dividend Growth Strategy. Now, our full disclaimer can be found at the end of this episode, but just briefly, these are my own opinions. This is for educational purposes only, and this is not an offer to buy or sell securities. But make sure to stick around to the end for the full disclaimer. Here's the scenario. You're sitting inside the cockpit of a converted ICBM missile about to be launched into space. The last seven times NASA test launched this rocket, it worked. But the first 20 test launches had a 45% failure rate. How fast do you think your heart would be beating right now? Well, if you're John Glenn, sitting in your Atlas rocket, your heart rate barely rises above 110 beats per minute. And this is from The Right Stuff by Tom Wolfe. Quote, They've lit the candle, and there's no turning back. And yet there's no surge inside him. His pulse rises to only 110 no more than the minimum rate you should have if you have to deal with a sudden emergency. How strange that it should be this way. He has been more wound up for a takeoff in an F-102. Unquote. John can't panic. Panicking in a rocket ship is certain death. And a big reason why he didn't panic was it was trained out of him. And this is from Ryan Holiday's book, The Obstacle is the Way. Quote, Before the first launch, NASA recreated the fateful day for the astronauts over and over, step by step hundreds of times, from what they have for breakfast to the ride to the airfield. Slowly, in a graded series of exposures, the astronauts were introduced to every sight and sound of the experience of their firing into space. They did it so many times that it became as natural and familiar as breathing." A panic state shortens our perception of time. We don't think about the long term anymore. We focus on what is happening right now in front of us. So we make short-term emotional decisions that make us feel good immediately, but are going to harm our long-term goals. In today's modern world, money equals life. It's how we provide food and shelter for ourselves and for our families. The thought that we've lost money puts us in a state of panic. And if you have money in the stock market and you're checking the prices on a daily basis, you're setting yourself up to be in a perpetual state of panic because just on any given day, it's close to a 50% chance that the stock market will be down. In this state of panic, you're more likely to make a short-term emotional financial decision that makes you feel good now, but harms your long-term investment goals, like selling stock when the market is down in the name of protecting your assets. In a study of 80 online day traders by Andrew Lowe, Brett Steenbarger, and Dimitri Rippen, hopefully I said that right, they found that those that traded with the most emotion had the worst performance. This quote is from the paper, but I read it in Daniel Crosby's book, The Behavioral Investor. So, quote, our results are consistent with the current neuroscientific evidence that automatic emotional responses such as fear and greed often trump more controlled or higher level responses. To the extent that emotional reactions short circuit more complex decision making faculties, it should come as no surprise that the result is poorer trading performance. Unquote. To take advantage of the stock market and long term compounding, it's about time in the market and not timing the market. Excessive trading to avoid losses in the short term leads to subpar performance and a higher risk of missing your long-term goals, the very thing you were trying to prevent by avoiding those short-term losses. Now, can we be like John Glenn? Can we train ourselves to not panic? Can we create an environment that favors long-term decision-making? Yeah. The first step is probably an obvious one, but that's not to focus on the daily price movements of your portfolio. These are long-term investments for long-term goals. 
Checking the daily price action serves no purpose except to tempt you to making a short-term emotional decision that will harm those long-term goals. You can meditate, you know, not for some spiritual journey, but to improve your mindfulness, the art of being present. Good long-term decisions come from slowing down our thinking. And a study found that those that meditated had lower brain activity in the parts of the brain that controlled our fear and greed, the two major feelings that lead to ruinous short-term financial decisions. You can add a picture to your portfolio. In one study, the couples that put their savings into an envelope labeled with a picture of their kids save more than double the other participants. And people that were shown an aged image of themselves were far more likely to save more. In both instances, they had a clear focus on who their savings were meant for, their kids or their older self. Automate as much as possible. So you want to set up automatic contributions to your 401k and or to other savings accounts. If you have to remember to do this each month, you won't. With investing, establish some rules, you know, rebalancing, buy, sell, and trimming rules before entering a position. This can help prevent an over-reliance on your decisions influenced by our short-term emotional state. Just find ways to reduce the odds of a poor decision. For our portfolio, we focus on companies with high returns on invested capital or equity, with manageable debt loads that lead their industry, and are riding a secular growth trend. This reduces our exposure to turnarounds, uh, story stocks, meme stocks, and complicated corporate restructurings. And this increases our ability to ride out the normal fluctuations of the stock market without elevating our emotional state. Now, we can't remove all emotion with these steps, and you know, who would want to? Emotions are what spice up our lives. But we have to realize that emotions and investing do not mix. We have to create environments that help us remove as much emotion as possible from our long-term financial decisions. And any replacement of short-term thinking with long-term thinking is going to help us achieve our long-term goals. As always, if you want to get in touch with me and learn more about the AMM Dividend Growth Portfolio, my email is in the show description uh, along with our phone number. So thank you for listening. And now a disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Glenn Bush and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of American Money Management, LLC, an SCC registered investment advisor who serves as a portfolio manager to private accounts. Clients of AMM, Mr. Bush, employees of AMM may buy or sell securities mentioned without prior notice. The opinions expressed do not constitute a recommendation to buy or sell securities. This podcast should not be considered investment advice and is for educational purposes only.